Okay, let's talk wellness then. We are almost halfway through the year. Uh, we are going to be starting June this week. Can you believe it? That's where we are. And uh, for some of us, uh, we might be feeling that mid-year slump. We're feeling tired and unmotivated and all that. So what are some of the things that we can do then to, I guess, uh, shift our mindset, make sure that we stay on course and beat the slump? Let's talk to Nikki Robertham, who is author and uh, leader and intuitive health coach. Nikki, a very good morning to you. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. It's fantastic to be here. Thank you. Um, yes, thanks so much, and we appreciate your time. So you, you write about these uh, type of things, you know, how do we make sure that our minds are in the right se- uh, way or uh, following what we have planned for ourselves in terms of the path we want to follow and our success journeys. What are the major reasons that when it's around June, we start feeling a little bit tired and unmotivated? Well, I think that would be in a normal year, but what I've already seen this year is because we've just come out of two years of all of the the trauma and tension of COVID and a global pandemic, and everyone hit the, the treadmill running from January. And I actually made the comment that it already felt like October, November, back in March. And, you know, I think for me, what, what that talks to is, and now we're at the mid-year, so we're sort of three months later, and I'm really seeing people's resilience um, having been completely undermined. It's almost like the foundation of resilience wasn't there when we started the year because we were still dealing with the last two years. Mm. And the problem is when you jump straight onto that treadmill um, and it's flying and you've got to run at full speed ahead, you know, we almost redline through our lives. We're not creating that natural flow within our lives where we deliver at a high performance and we give it everything we've got, but then we take those breaks, whether they be micro breaks during the day, getting intentional about our sleep, um, or, you know, really actually using weekends and breakaways to actually regenerate within our bodies. You know, that really does start to you know, degrade that resilience, that energy that we have within our bodies. Um, and mm. so we, we have to, I often liken it to an energy battery. We have to really check in with ourselves. Like, what's that energy battery like at the moment? We know what it's like on our phones at every given, any given time, but do we often take the time to look at it in ourselves? Mm. And, and I think mid-year, you, what we're feeling right now is a lot of people have let that battery run down. It's, it's depleted. And you know what it's like on your phone, and I'll use this as an analogy because it's accessible to everyone. When your battery gets low, it's almost like it disappears quicker yeah. once it reaches a certain point. And I think we're there right now um, where everyone is really struggling to go, okay, if I'm not intentional, this battery is going to deplete. And, and we're heading into to winter you know, this is when, when, our immune, when, our, when our stress response comes out and we, we aren't resilient. That's also when our immune response is depleted. So we pick up bags and all of those other things, which almost just compounds the problem. Yeah. And so for me, it's, the crux of it is we haven't really been intentional around how we're managing our energy. How much of it is, is guilt-related? Uh, because we might be thinking, well, the past two years, so many have not made it in terms of uh, passing away. And here we are alive and we're not making sure that the time is used in maximum capacity. Yeah, I think survivor's guilt, and I call it survivor's guilt deliberately. Um, 
is, is a big part for many people mm. because they either think that if they still are around and still have you know work that they love doing, we have to prove that, that we're still good enough for it. But I think we have to step out of that because it mm. is really one of those energies that, that, that and emotions that we can't hold on to. We need to, to recognize them and let it go. Um, because what we have to remember at the crux of all of this is that we're worthy already. And we may have survived all of these things, you know, that, that have been thrown at us in the last years, but we can't keep living in that past narrative because it keeps us stuck in that energy of having to keep trying and proving and saying that we're here making the best of the time that we have. I think we just have to step into gratitude and say thank you for still being here. Mm-hmm. Um, and the best way that we can actually, you know, say thank you and honor the people that are no longer with us is to give of our best. And to give of our best doesn't mean that we grind ourselves into the ground and completely burn out midway through the year on a hamster wheel where we're literally just chasing, you know, doing, doing, doing. I think we have to take a step back and say, right, I should be building a life that I love, not just work that I love. Mm. Because for too long, I think we've defined ourselves by our roles and our titles and things we do. Um, we need to define ourselves by the joy and the love that we bring to our lives as well. It's all about balance at the end of the day. Okay, so how do we reach that balance then? What are the things that we can do practically um, and maybe on a daily to do that, to, to reach that balance? You, you speak of gratitude. That's something we need to, mm. to incorporate into our lives and also being mindful and uh, building a life that we love. Absolutely. I think your, to your first point, awareness is the the, the biggest key is to really get intentional about how we're living our day to day rather than allowing um, ourselves to go through life on autopilot. And I love that idea of, and it's a practice I have every single day, is uh, I practice gratitude. It's the first thing I do every single morning. What are the three things that I'm thankful for? And they don't have to be massive. It can be great coffee or the fact that I'm getting to do work that I love. I often get my bare feet out into the ground in a practice called earthing or grounding just to connect me back into to nature. Um, and a lot of people think it's really weird in, in the midst of winter, but I find it really helps just center me back into my body rather than keeping me busy in my emotions um, and my mind because that does, that's where half the time it runs away with us in terms of those emotions like guilt and shame. Mm. And Obviously, meditation is a big thing for me, and it doesn't have to be long, zen-like moments. Even if I take five to ten minutes, and I literally just tune into my thoughts, hand on my heart, where am I at right now? I, that's when I often use that moment to understand where my energy battery's at, what's depleting me, what's restoring my energy, and how do I bring the balance back there, rather than allowing everything that drains my energy to be taking up my day. And obviously, lots of deep breaths, especially in those moments between meetings where you're feeling like everything is rushing, I often find that five to ten deep breaths just centers me back in, calms my nervous system down, and makes me present. Because I think half of this, is this the sense that we have at the moment is because we're not living in the present. We're not living in the now. We're either living in the future around everything that we have to do, or we're stuck back in the past with those emotions like guilt. And we actually have to just say, I, 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 can't, I can't carry the burden of everyone that I've lost. I just have to be grateful for the time I had with them. 
and how grateful that I get the opportunity to build a life that they'd be cheering me on from the sidelines in, in terms of how I live it. Mm. And then my, my last one here is really building a proper sleep routine oh, because yes. that is where our bodies recover. If we're not getting seven to eight hours sleep a night, and unfortunately there are no exceptions to that rule, you know, that's how we keep our mental agility, we keep that resilience, we keep our immune systems boosted, our bodies are able to repair overnight. That's our, like, our house cleaning time for our bodies. And if we're shortchanging that, we can't expect that we're going to be living, you know, our best, most energized lives. Yeah, mid-year exams are happening now. My two teenagers start in terms of writing that uh, those exams today. As parents, I mean, we're talking about that on our poll question. What are the tips there in terms of how we help them navigate the slump they may be feeling around about this time of the year? I often say to people that we create anxiety where there's complexity, where there's too much, where we feel overwhelmed. Mm. And I think we bring that serenity in when we simplify things. And that's why I often talk, and my journal range is actually based on this, is how do we simplify things for people? What is the next 1% that we have to focus on? The next most important thing that we have to do? And sometimes there's three things. But rather than focusing on a list of 10 to 50 and and feeling the weight of everything that's coming to students ahead of exams, what's the next most important thing I have to do? We simplify that focus and we go, right, I'm going to do the next thing on my to-do list. And once that's done, I'm going to do the next thing. And exams are a tricky one because we're dealing with a multitude of exams coming at students. But I often find if we literally just simplify that focus and say, that's what I'm going to go and you know, focus on the knock out of the park and we do that and then we go, okay, what's next? And um, it does create a far more streamlined and 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 serene experience of navigating such a high stress experience because it is the overwhelm that I see that often gets people really depleted where they literally look at everything in front of them and say, I don't even know where to start. But we have to create that momentum and that energy to say, do the next thing. Mm. And it's amazing how that momentum builds you get one thing done successfully, you go, okay, I can do the next thing. And it's almost like it, it greases the wheels within our lives. So my biggest thing for them is that concept of accretion, the 1%, do small things and they accumulate and they build that sense of confidence and belief in yourself. Awesome. Get sleep. Get sleep. Yeah. All right, uh, please do share your social media handles, Nikki, and your website. Um, they can all, all find me at, at Nikki Robotham. Primary platform is, is Instagram, and then my website is nickyrobotham.com, where they can find all of my books, and as well as free PDF downloads to build your own flow plan to bring back balance at the flow that works for you. Awesome. Thank you so much. And uh, on a note that we need to start our new week on in a new morning. Thanks for joining us.